1: You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC, channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. Today we're looking at 2 Corinthians 4.18, so if you have your Bibles open, let's read it together. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. We all know that there's a material world that we can see, and we know there is a spiritual world that the Bible tells us is eternal that you cannot see. And, and so it's important for us to understand spiritual matters because they're eternal and they last forever, right? And, and so in our text today, there's a play on words. In verse 18, when it says, uh, we look at, and he's speaking about eternal things, the Greek word for look is scopeo, right? And uh, we get the English word telescope, microscope. A- in the 80s, we had a term, hey, go scope it out, right? And so I don't know if it came from that Greek word, but uh, it means to focus in a way that you can focus on something to examine it in order to come to conclusions about examining the facts by focusing on something like you would do with a microscope, right? You would just focus in on it. And so Paul's telling us that we need to scopeo or focus on the unseen. And so in verse 18 where he says, uh, while we do not look, and that word is scopeo, scopeo at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen, now it's a different word, blepo, are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. So in verse 18 where he says, when he's speaking about uh, seen there of, of the, the things that we do see, the Greek word is blepo. And, and it means that You don't have to look at it, right? Your eyes, you just open your eyes, and it's right in front of you. It's speaking about the world around us, all the things that we see. And, uh, you know, you don't have to work at blepoing anything. You just open your eyes, and there they are. And, you know, we all grow up seeing things uh, from the time we're born that we get caught up with seeing things about, hey, what can I do to get pleasure from this or find fulfillment or uh, how can I get what I want, whatever I see? How can I date that person? How can I get that career, that truck, or that house, or whatever? And you can blepo see with your eyes, uh, things that you think uh, will bring success, or you see things that you think will bring happiness. And, and he's saying, you know, the, 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 the material world, we blepo it. And we see things, and uh, you don't have to work at that, right? You just see it, there's no problem. But when, he, when he's talking about the eternal, he's saying the eternal is not like that. You don't get the eternal by blepoing, right? You, you can't blepo the eternal. You can't just open your eyes and, and perceive it. He's saying you have to scopeo the eternal. In other words, you have to focus on it in such a way that you can uh, examine it, and, and we need to scopeo or focus on the things that are eternal uh, and, and not the things that are temporal. And, and that's what his point is here, that we need to focus on things, right? And so when you think about what you focus on, everybody focuses on something, right? Whatever it is. But Paul's saying we should be focusing on the unseen, the eternal, like end times prophecy, right? When you wonder what's going on in the world, you can either focus on the news and how terrible things are, or you can focus on the fact that the Bible tells us in the last days it'll be just like what's going on now, (laughs) right? When I hear about they're going to do away with money and we're going to have only a digital currency, and I think, oh, the Bible said that, you know, in the book of Revelation, right? And, you know, to focus on the fact that uh, either everything's going terrible or to focus on the fact that the Bible says one day we're going to be caught up and we're going to be in heaven, right? To focus on the fact that, you know, Jesus said in the, you know, before the great tribulation that things would happen. There are signs of the times. You see all these things happening. It'd be like the days of Noah. We know that a seven-year great tribulation is coming. And so he's saying, we should focus on things that are eternal. Focus on the fact that one day, we're gonna be in heaven, right? And there's gonna be no more pain, no more sorrow. Now, how often do you think about that, right? Uh, but that's what he's saying. Focus on the things that are eternal. Now, the apostle Paul is saying, as I examine or scopeo those eternal things, Paul's saying, I come to the conclusion that eternal things are worth so much more than temporal things. And that's one of the reasons why you need to focus on eternal things. Because it's easy to think that temporal things are more important and eternal things are not. And through that process of focusing on eternal things, then it brings joy to your heart. When you begin to look at the eternal and you see uh, that you know what your future is great, right? One day you'll be in heaven, gonna no more pain, no more sorrow, right? And it brings joy when you focus on the eternal, and quite the opposite when you focus on the temporal. It brings sadness, right? And, and so in First Peter one eight he says, "Whom having not seen you love, through now though now you do not see him, yet believing you rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory." So even though we don't see it, it brings joy, right? And I love that, you know, Jesus said to Nicodemus, you know, you must be born again to experience the kingdom of God. And and he said, it's like the wind, it blows, you can't see it, but you see the effect of it. And what the Bible is telling us, as Paul is speaking here, is that the eternal is what lasts forever. And and he's saying that, uh, you know, the material, really when you focus on that, it really can bring you down and bum you out. Do you know that? And Paul talks about his experiences with the material world in verse eight when he says, we are hard-pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Have you ever felt like that? You ever felt you know, like you're in a rock in a hard place? <laughs> you ever felt perplexed? And what does that mean, perplexed? Well, it means that you get to a place where <clears throat> you don't know what to do and, and you, could, you can feel like giving up. When Paul was perplexed, he didn't focus on all the bad things that were happening in his life, the material things. And that's what he's telling us. Don't focus on all the material things. And there were a lot of bad things that happened in Paul's life. But Paul focused on the spiritual things, the unseen. Why? Because that caused him to not despair and not give up. Paul focused on Jesus's plan for his life. And and that's what it's about, to have a personal relationship with Jesus, is, is to focus on the spiritual realm and what God wants to do in your life. And Paul wanted to accomplish God's purposes in his life. And so his motivation came from God, not from the material, right? His motivation and strength didn't come from material things. Now sometimes as a Christian, we can think, well, if I had more material things, then I could accomplish God's purposes. I would do God's will. If I won the lottery, then I would tithe, right? Uh, Or if, if I had a PhD, I would teach Sunday school or I don't know what people think. But Paul's view was, is that when you focus on the unseen, you focus on the spiritual, that God could do anything with anybody. In, in 2 Timothy 4, 16, I love it that when Paul said, at my first offense, no one stood with me, but all forsook me. May it not be charged against them. And I love verse 17. But the Lord stood with me and strengthened me. See, that, that's important for us to understand. At the most critical time in your life, when people don't understand you and none of your friends are there to support you, Paul said, the Lord stood with me. Right, and that's why it's so important to have a personal relationship with Jesus because the reality is is that all of us are going to find ourselves in a place where no one understands what's going on and we need the Lord to strengthen us. And the reality is is that people around you can't do for you what God can do for you. They can't, they can't, fill you with the power of the Holy Spirit, right? Which the Lord can. And one of the great benefits of having a personal relationship with Jesus is that he's always there for us. He always strengthens us. He always encourages us, right? And, and when that's your focus on the eternal, well, it doesn't matter what bad thing comes your way, the Lord can help you through it. I love Hebrews 13 where he says to us, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper, I will not fear. Can you say that today? Hey, I'm not going to be afraid because God is with me. And, and the Lord is my helper. And that's why it's so important to go to church and to read your Bible and to be involved in the work of the kingdom. And it's so important to hear God's voice because all of us are going to find ourselves in, in times where things are difficult. Like Paul said in verse 8, he said, we're hard-pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We're perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. See, Paul was... a rock and a hard place many times but he wasn't crushed he was perplexed didn't know what to do but wasn't in despair he was persecuted but not forsaken he was discouraged but he didn't quit he didn't give up right he went through a lot of difficult things and yet he speaks about joy all the time right how can that be you know we live in a country where we have more luxury more entertainment more wealth more education than any group of people in the history of the world and yet we have an epidemic of sadness and discouragement Paul is getting beat up daily, I mean, right? He's telling people about Jesus. They're beating him up, throwing him in prison. Then he's like, yes, the joy of the Lord. And you're like, how is that working in his life? Well, he's telling us, right? In verse 16, he says, therefore, we do not lose heart, even though the outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. Now, the outward man is perishing. Uh, Paul's speaking about our physical body is decaying. Do you know that? Uh, have you ever gone on a mission trip and not showered for a week? And then you know your body's decaying. right? I think it starts decaying in your teeth when you're like in elementary school and start eating candy. But uh, your body's decaying, right? It's wearing out. And, and the Bible tells us this. And uh, now science tells us that when you get around 30 years old or so, I think 32 exactly, your DNA stops replicating accurately. And so your cells start going haywire. And so you start getting wrinkles. and But the reality is our bodies are wearing out, right? And Paul says in verse 16, therefore we do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. So the first part of verse 16, outward man perishing, that's the material. Inward man being renewed day by day, that's the spiritual, right? That's the eternal. And I'm sure there were days when Paul was physically, emotionally, spiritually exhausted. Just getting, you know, conflicts, telling people about Jesus, getting beat up, all those things, all those hardships, and they wore him down physically. And so he writes that. And Paul recognized that because of the physical decay that we need to be renewed internally, spiritually, right? And, and I think that's what Jesus was talking about in Luke eleven three, 3, where Jesus said, Give us this day our daily bread. When he said, Look, you need to pray this. And the idea is, we're to be praying daily. We're to be d- dependent on the Lord daily. And in, in verse 35 of John 6, Jesus said to them, I'm the bread of life. And I think that there is the necessity for any believer as we focus on the unseen that Jesus said, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. That we need to be renewed spiritually, right? We need to recognize Jesus is the bread of life. We need to come to him daily. And There is this contentment and satisfaction that comes through the bread of life that comes no other way, and it's spiritual, it's eternal, and we need to be nourished daily in in, inwardly. We're going to stop there because we're out of time.
0: Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. We'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at Calvary Chapel. Calvary Chapel Caldwell is now hiring full-time and part-time positions for our exciting Calvary Kids Learning Center. If you enjoy working with children from newborn through kindergarten, please give us a call at 453-9653. Positions are Monday through Friday with our availability to fit your schedule. To learn more about these exciting opportunities, please call 453-9653. We look forward to meeting with you.
1: Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell or check out our website at calvarycaldwell.com. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on The CW, channel 2.2. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you
0: might enjoy a better life. If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety, you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, we'd like to invite you to one of our services. We're located on the corner of 10th and Everett, right across from the library in downtown Caldwell. You can also visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. If today in the Word is ministered to you, and you would like to support this radio outreach ministry, we encourage you to pray for us. You can also partner with us financially. Simply visit calvarycaldwell.com to make a donation. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. May the Lord bless you, and may you have a great day.